Good morning, Jane, the doorman greeted me on my way into the building. Hi, Charlie, I said quickly. I can't talk today. I'm running a bit late. I can see that, he said in his kind, gravelly voice as he looked at his watch. The elderly man was sort of like a grandfather figure to me. He helped to show me around on my first day at the station when I was lost and nervous. So as a way to thank him for all his help, I brought him a coffee and a donut the following Monday. Ever since then, I've spent a few extra minutes in the morning catching up with him. There was no time for that on this particularly rotten Monday. I had gotten to a slow start after hitting the snooze button one too many times. Sleep was the greatest luxury of the civilian world, but it had become my vice. Time and time again, I promised myself I'd get back into my old routine of early morning workouts, but my soft bed urged me to stay just for ten more minutes. I quickly crept toward my desk, hoping that my editor wouldn't see me. Pat ran a tight ship around here, and I didn't want to earn his disapproval. I set my purse on the floor and slid into my chair without a sound. I breathed a small sigh of relief. I was as stealthy as ever. Jane, Pat called from his office across the room. Would you please join me? I knew Pat wouldn't yell at me for being late, but his sad look of disappointment was so much worse. I could handle getting screamed at no problem. I just hated to look into his puppy dog eyes, knowing that I had displeased him. Did you have a good weekend? I asked casually, trying to butter him up. Yeah, fairly good, he replied. My wife and I went to visit my youngest at college. Is he studying journalism? He is indeed, despite my efforts to talk him out of it, he chuckled. It could be worse, I suppose. He could have joined the service. Yeah, I mumbled, not really feeling like having that discussion. Sorry I'm late, I said, changing the topic. It's fine, he said, waving his hand in the air. If we based our jobs on our attendance, you'd probably be running the network. I mean, I'm sure they'd try to get you to run the network one day. I scoffed. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Oh, I don't know. Some days I think it would be nice. I'd just sit in my office on the top floor and make the big decisions. I'd never have to read the details of a grisly murder or flip through the pictures of a fatal car crash ever again. It just sort of wears on you, you know? He asked wearily. I knew. But I also loved the rush I got whenever I discovered a new lead or pieced information together. Being a journalist was like being a detective, except for the fact that there were no politics involved. I worked for a network, but they left me alone to do my work. Pat gave me the guidance I needed, but never told me how to do my job. I don't think he could control me in that regard anyway. While some of my colleagues were fine working on human interest pieces and lighthearted news, I thrived on the grittier side of reporting. I liked to dig into the stories no one else wanted to touch. The danger was no deterrent to me. I loved the excitement of being in a bad place, with nothing but my intellect and muscle to get me out. I'd only been on the job for a few years, but I knew that I was really going places. I should just tell you why I called you in here, Pat said, wringing his hands. Tolucci's case is up for appeal. 
"'What?' I choked. "'He's been in prison for a while now. "'How is it possible that he's got an appeal now?' "'Beats me. "'The guy's as guilty as it gets. "'You absolutely proved that. "'Anyone with even a shred of common sense can connect the dots.' "'I felt lightheaded. "'I was certain when I wrote my report "'that he would spend the rest of his life in prison.' His rap sheet was a mile long and included charges of assault, human trafficking, money laundering, and murder. His attorney made note of the lack of witnesses in his trial. Of course there were no witnesses volunteering to take the stand, I said. When the guy has half the city on his payroll and a penchant for getting revenge, you don't testify against him. The judge should realize that there are few people willing to get tangled up with him. Ask any of the people he buried. You don't piss Tommy Tolucci off.